0: You know what, Frank? Life is full of just mystery and wonderful things. And one of those things is expectation. You know, we take this show on the road a lot, and we see a lot of really, really cool things, and we go to a lot of really wonderful places. Well, this time we took the show from Denver to Price, Utah. Man, 6,000 feet, beautiful country, Beautiful little town, Frank, you know. So my expectations are really high. We're staying at the Holiday Inn Express. Beautiful, clean rooms. But Betty, or Becky, or whatever her 80-year-old <laughs> name was. I mean, you know, when you go out to dinner, I mean, we Becky, got a bunch of guys. We, yeah, we got 17 guys there. We want to see some... Young faces, you know. I mean, I, I'm 57 years old. I got, I got Tina. Woman Tina's great to me, and, and, and I'm keeping woman Tina. But you want to see some faces, you know. But sometimes you just get let down.
1: Price let us down a little bit.
0: Yeah, but there's, there's other expectations that were, like, totally fulfilled, you know. Yes. Yeah, the, yes. the range, amazing. But, you know, a $7 glass of water, I just don't know, man. <laughs>
1: Welcome to the Everyday Sniper. You got Frank from Sniper's. Hi! Staff Sergeant Taylor. And we're in the house. We just got back from uh, Price, Utah. And I'm actually operating again. Uh, I had to move. I got some furniture. I got my desks. I got my services. I got my computers hooked up. We are back in action. Now, I got a couple things that I have to do this week. I got, a, I got 15 days at the house till I got to head off to Alaska. But I'm ready to roll with you guys. And we want to do a little AAR, a little talk about Price, Utah. But first, notice all the alien stuff on mainstream TV. It's crazy, man. I've been,
0: I've been a believer of aliens for a long time. And I don't know. I grew up in, when I, in the 70s, I was really impressionable. And there was a lot of alien type stuff coming
1: Yep, around. we always had.
0: And I, I never lost track of that. Hey, I'm spiritual. I believe in God. But what does God have to do with aliens? I mean, he created all things, right? Right. So, so why not that? I mean, just because it wasn't included in the Bible. Or, look at the or earth. The books, how, many, po-
1: how many animals, bugs, insects, fish, all that stuff do we have on earth? Do you think he stopped with one planet?
0: If you just take the average spider that you squash under hand or under thumb, and you think about what that spider's made of and what it goes through to create what it does and do what it does. Hey, man, I'm telling you, this is crazy. It's crazy how big life is.
1: Ancient alien theory says octopuses are not from Earth.
0: Exactly. I I saw that.
1: Yes, and and octopuses have a thing. But what they're doing right now, why did you see? Because I got guys texting me. Like today, we're driving in. We're coming from Price, and we drove in this morning. And guys are texting me going, dude, WTF, Win target fundamentals. There's alien stuff on 60 Minutes last night, Sunday night, Monday, today. WTF. And it's like, dude, Brookings Report. In the 60s, when they were determining whether or not to let us know that aliens existed— They did a report. They poll everything. We know how that goes. And the report said back then, mid-early 60s, religion was the number one problem. They couldn't let us know that there was a potential of another life form out there because it contradicted religion. And they said we had to be acclimatized. We had to be led into the fact that there are other beings out there in the universe, this is following exactly the Brookings Institute report. So incredible! Yeah, and that's why you're seeing it on. How, we dude, we did six hour drive today. How many times do we hear about UFOs on the radio? Right from from from
0: so called legit sources. Well, I mean, dude, we, we we're on Fox it Business. Be, it
1: used to be oddstream, right? And now it's mainstream. George Norrie, right? Yeah. You used to listen to George Norrie yeah, on yeah, AM radio. Yeah, that's oddstream, right? I, mean, I get it, right? But they're letting us know that this is happening. They're saying to us, "Hey, dudes, aliens are out there, and we're gonna tell you about them any minute now." But we're we're a walking clusterfuck right now. I mean, All right. Speaking no. of
0: aliens, I think the karaoke bar the other night was yes. a scene from Star Wars. The 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 bar scene from Star Wars because. It was a little odd, Frank.
1: Dude, that that was the Star Wars bar.
0: I had high expectations of the Ramada Sports Bar, Price Utah. Price Utah. And, and, no, service was good.
1: Yeah. Drinks, oh, were, well, water, drinks I, were watered down. Yeah, because service they use that good. fucking ring, man. Well, what the, Utah? What's your problem with a with a double?
0: We're in the religious territory here. I you get know, it. I be get it. It's being in a it. section of the United States where they don't appreciate alcohol, and so they want to limit it a little bit. But I had to drink a gallon of water to get, like, four shots.
1: I actually saw the writing on the wall, and I just drank gay sodas, man. I yeah. had seltzer. And too. I had a better buzz than most of you guys. Yep,
0: a lot to be said for gay soda. I've been telling you guys that. We do that in Alaska. It's a happy soda. It's
1: a happy buzz, happy soda, and you don't pay too much. And, and man. It was 5% it was alcohol. Nuts. That was more than anything any uh, anybody else had. Yeah. So, I don't know, man, but I want to say... What a fantastic class!
0: Thanks to David Wen, Steve Tang, Alex Jolly, those our Utah crew yeah. who comes up to Alaska and uh, spent four fantastic days with us last summer. They set this all up, uh, hosted it.
1: You know, mm-hmm. we look for
0: hosts. We look for, you know guys invite us in, and you are the host now. You got to make this sort of happen on the ground for us before we get there, because we're coming inside unseen. And and uh, combinations were good. Everything was a, a blast. Dude, the man. range
1: I, the range was amazing. The, the this was a county run range. The North Springs Range Complex was fabulous. Yes, it was Scott friggin- Olson. Is, is, yes, is Scott the Olson, is the
0: range manager there, range master, and it's it's pristine. I'm laying on concrete with my you know I usually put a pad down because I'm spoiled, and I'm not even getting dirty. I mean, it was pristine. It was just mm-hmm. wonderful. You know, uh, they had um, a lot of terrain. They had a lot of brush. that We had shooting across canyons. Wind. You know, we had flat. We had flat. Great place to gather data. We had wind from the right. We had wind from behind. We had wind from the
1: left. Wind, it, it was yeah.
0: wonderful. It, it, it
1: really was. And um, I can't crow enough about the Price Utah Range and what the county does to accommodate us. And 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 again, hats off to Scott. How did Scott look on Saturday? He was a cowboy, dude. He was, and he won it.
0: I thought that not being, you know, disrespectful right. here. No, no, no. Scott was the first one to bring it up. I thought all the Asians built the railroads back then. I didn't know there was Asian cowboys. Yeah, but Scott's that- got a little bit of Japanese in him, I think it was. But it's a running joke around their range because you're in the middle of white country. It's right. It's, right. it's, it's high country, Utah. And, and they got all these Asian guys coming to this range. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. He made it fun. He made fun with it. But he was decked out cowboy digs. And they've got a cowboy town there. Beautiful. That, that's Beautiful. Like a movie set cowboy it, town. It was a movie
1: set. Yeah. It was a total, total movie set. You come come around the corner. You got the bank right there. You got the town street. You got everything, the saloon, the whole thing. I mean, but, I mean, the views coming in... I, what I was at, I'm going to do a gunsight one and I got a shout out to Matt. Matt, I met you at gunsight, man. And I'm going to do a gunsight episode. I just got to get my some time. I'm so busy. I, I really apologize to you guys for some of this. But when I come out of the other side of this, it's going to be better, bigger. A lot of things are going to happen. But Matt, gunsight, I went down through Moab. Okay. Because I took the same route that we did, except I turned at Moab. And I had to go right to go left. Moab is a mess. Moab is Mardi Gras right now. It's crazy how many people are at Moab. And that type of terrain, that type of look, is all over the place out there where we were shooting. It's beautiful.
0: Yeah. I couldn't get enough of it.
1: No, no, you really can't. But back to the class. Uh, what can we say, man? It, this, was, this was the textbook Picture-perfect class from student to instruction. Other than the food at night, we struggled for food. We get that. This is, it's a running joke. But everybody socialized. We were all together. We had such a great time. Uh, what David set up there and, and him bring us in, we really appreciate because it, it was so it good. exceeded my expectations. It yeah. really did. I mean, when they gave us a tour of this place, we were like, whoa. I mean... You had the thousand-yard range, the six-hundred-yard range, the hundred-yard range, the rim-fire range. Come around the corner to the trap. Then they got the mile target, which was eighteen thirty from the thousand. Right. And so you got the trap range, and you cruise around the trap. You got the LE range. Archery range. Archery range. That there's a little short. I'm hiccuping because I'm drinking. Um. Really? You yeah, were really. A little bit of her. We've been, for a our, we've been now, training yeah. for... Our, yeah, we went to dinner. We went to dinner and stuff, and, and we're coming off the... we victory lap. So anyway, so you come around the LE range, and then there's this sort of PRS style in the woods jungle run, which we're going to talk about what we did with these guys. Because, I mean, I loved every piece of this experience out there, other than some of the food. And Becky... Becky was a clusterfuck.
0: No, she... Actually handled herself. Yeah, really she did, well.
1: but, it, but she didn't. The she place lived, was.
0: Yeah, yeah, the place was. The Place good. couldn't
1: get a meal right. Yeah. I mean, and, and and we we tried every. But place. we had
0: wingers. We, <laughs> we had we had
1: MGM wingers. <laughs> you you you, care of us last you night. have a problem? Yes, MGM wing uh, wingers. When the best restaurant around your hotel is a wing joint, you got a problem. I mean, we went to a steak place where we cooked our own steak on a hot rock. Yeah, it, it was a mess. All over. If I was wearing a Tommy Bahama, man, I would have lost my mind. Yeah. I had a lot of
0: Tommy Bahama shirts. I know you guys don't know me, but I love me some Tommy Bahama in summer. And
1: Tommy And it was a mess. Yeah. Three hours to get a friggin' steak I had to cook myself. <laughs> yeah. But we had a good time, man. We make the best of it because we're building communities. We're talking to people. We're looking at this stuff. We're going around and saying, hey, dudes, come out. Let's talk. Let's be social. Let's do all these things you're not supposed to do today in 2021. We're doing it. Which we got to talk about where we just went. What? Tower. We got to talk about what we did when you. Well, uh, we owned Sasser the Sassar and Taylor walked in. I walked no. in. They're trying to get me to wear a mask no. and, and <laughs> guide me around. It's so like- technically, technically, Colorado dropped the mask thing today. But nobody's dropped this fucking mask mandate. Oh. Utah was wide open. We didn't wear a mask in Utah. And we're so sick of fucking masks. So we go, um, we like come home, throw our gear down, get cleaned up a little bit. And we got to go eat. We did a six-hour road trip. Let's go hit happy hour. Let's go do some things. And so Mark had gone to this place when he flew into town. It's only like 13 minutes away from the house. All right, let's go. We go up there. Him and I... Walk in the door barge like we, in. yeah, barge in like we own it. Right
0: past the hostess. We're
1: not wearing masks, and we said, "Hey, we want to sit at the bar." And the girl goes, "You gotta sit six feet apart." And Mark goes, "No problem." And what does you do? <laughs> you fucking rearrange the bar.
0: <laughs> so she walked off.
1: We rearranged the bar, and <laughs> they're like, "No, no, 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 no." The manager comes over. Oh, he's God. like, "You can't do that." And we're and we're not wearing masks. Everybody else in the place. And I said, "Hey, dude." Didn't Colorado drop our mandate today? He goes, well, they did, but we're still governed by corporate. It's like, fuck you, dude. This is, and and we're moving shit around, and they're like trying to, like, they're, they're corralling us to the corner. And we're like, can we have this fucking double top? And he's like, yeah, you can have the double top. But after that, they were cool. But it's like, give me a break, man. It's like, we came in with no masks. We rearranged the room, and we're doing all this stuff. It's like, why? Why are you playing this game? We're done. It's over.
0: At some point, you need to go back to common sense. Yes. We're all sharing the same air, mask or not. You're all going to get it or you're not going to get it. You're going to die from it or you're not going to die from it. But it's just we got
1: to get beyond this. Dude, we're, you and I are 99%. We're 99 We had it. We're 99%. Yeah. So a mask does us nothing. The, the vaccine people, you're 95. I'm 99. Fuck off. Leave yeah. me alone. Don't bother me. Hey, don't even ask me for a card. I ain't got one. You know what? My health is my business. You know, what was the, there was a comment. What were we going to repeat that? There was a, um, wasn't there like a, like a line we were going to throw out? Oh,
0: well, if they ask you, uh, where's your, or about a mask or something. What are you, my doctor? Yeah, yeah. Is this a clinic? Yeah, yeah. Or is this a restaurant? You know, just, just basically, I'm done. We're done. Let's talk about equipment. We're done. Let's talk about equipment.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, We had had good, great equipment. We did and we had um, lesser lesser than great equipment but everything worked out in the long run mm-hmm. i mean we still had a bipod challenge or two but we fixed that by loaning out bipods matter man i think
1: you We're, had a uh, atlas you loaned an atlas i, I, loaned, a I no i loaned out a thunder beast okay um yeah to me you got two choices in the world if you want a reduced profile bipod okay new term reduced profile bipod you want a reduced profile bipod, you want a Thunderbeast, or you want an Atlas Cal. If you need a bigger bipod, you go Elite Iron. or Long you go, legs,
0: long legs. Right. Or, and we'll talk about that later.
1: Yep. Or, yeah, long legs. Or you go Super Cal. Now, if you're going to compete, you go Skypod. We know that. And Skypod has a lot of options for legs. But we're going to talk about this coming up because... It matters, and that's the direction we're going with certain things. We're, we're, we're addressing these issues. We're seeing less and less can't.
0: Yep. I saw hardly any can't this class because there were a majority Except of Except during
1: the running gun, I had to admonish them about their fucking levels again. Their running levels, dude, I got no problem you come to class. I've, I've had guys coming to my class who will take the level off their gun. Leave the level on your gun if you're going to run the level. However.
0: You're going to have to use it.
1: You better use it right, or I'm going to fucking tell you. uh, Because I saw, and granted, the average range on their PRS side, small targets, but the average range is 400 yards. That was like the max range. And a level is doing you nothing at 400 yards. Fucking eat a dick you ain't doing shit at 400 yards with a level. But. If you're wearing one and you got it buried on the left side of that bubble, I'm going to tell you about it because you're still hitting the plates. Right? right.
0: Yes, absolutely. And, and for, a lot of, for the running gun we
1: did, uh, go ahead and describe the whole jungle run. So they have a jungle run. I call it a jungle run, but it stages in a little kind of a dirty, nasty trail. Nice. They call it over the edge. Because there's a rim of a canyon there, there's like a little mini valley wash, whatever you want to call it, before it reaches up to the big mountains and stuff. And so they call it over the edge, or running the edge, or running the rim, whatever they call it. it. It's it's sort of a smaller JP Blue Steel Ranch, what you would see at Competition Dynamics. And as I said, max range I saw was about four, yeah, yeah. 408. And they have some props, they have some natural, they have a whole lot of different stuff, which is very cool. And how I ran it with the students was as a jungle run. Because how do we induce stress? Or how do we get you to get out of your comfort zone? Heart rate or time. Right, heart rate or time, speed or reducing times. So what I said was rather than I let them, we we did a walk, run type of situation. Dude, here's your stages. This is their jungle run. Go practice. Go look at it. Take an hour. Play around. See what you got. Work your positions. Then I brought everybody to one and I said, you're going to go to four, six, eight. We're going to do six stages. We picked a single target to make it easy, and it was, dude, it was a meatball target. Yes. And we said, you're going to move. Get your heart rate up. We're going to push you. Um, Quickest team was about 8 minutes and 30 seconds. Slowest team was 24 minutes. To give you an example of what we're talking about, that's a huge spread three times, right? 24 versus 8. Three times more. A lot of hits,
0: not a lot of misses because it was a small target. We still had a right win.
1: But people missed. Yes. And that's the thing. It's like we ran you through in a jungle run as if the entire course of fire was one stage. And that, because like I said, we can't shoot at you. So we got to get your heart rate up and move you quicker, push you through. And we got to alternate the positions and then reduce that time. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's you got speed. It's really comes out of time, right? Time and position. That's all you got. So that opened a lot of eyes.
0: It was a very dynamic range, and we made a lot. We made best use of everything we had, man. Let's talk about the um, the um, uh, we we shot up some terrain. We shot uphill at some. Yeah, terrain. the
1: canyon. The turned can- out to
0: be a little bit of challenge.
1: So behind the cowboy town. Uh, they call it Castle something. Is didn't have a name. Well, that's the name of the city. Yeah, but what they call the city? Castle. I don't know. It was it, there was a name on the city. Had a big sign and everything. Um, they named the cowboy town, and so um, behind the cowboy town is this canyon, and the canyon has targets from one hundred yards, and not a lot of them, but enough from one hundred to twelve fifty. Twelve 1240. 1240. and up the mountain. I have-
0: No idea how they got these targets on the faces of some of these dude. You're uh, they told me
1: one guy was into it and he got older now and he's not doing it anymore. I I can, but the the one guy I don't, I'm sorry, I don't remember what Dave told me your name was. Um, but the guy who set that area up and did that props on you, dude. Um,
0: it was some scary spots, yeah, uh, where where it was a no-fall zone. Where if you slip and fall, you're gone. You're not. You know, yeah. he's just, he's on a rock slide above a deadfall, a straight down fall. Mm-hmm. I have,
1: I, that takes some balls, man. Yeah, I yeah. agree. He had a rappel. He had to have a rope. I,
0: that's what I thought too. Yeah, I had hoped, to have a rope. Oh, that's what I hoped. <laughs> I
1: anyway. would hope yeah. he had a rope. But it, the wind was
0: incredible in there. It was doing some crazy things. It was coming from straight behind us, but it had a split. It was funneling at us. And splitting on all these little terrain features that were all, you know, mounds and
1: mini mm-hmm.
0: and, and mountains.
1: the 9, what was it, 920? 920. 920. The 920 target, which was in the center, was only like a tenth or two to either side. It was a center hold because it was back in a hole. But if you went to any target above or below it, at any or right given or left. moment, or right or left, it yeah. changed. We and went from we went from two mills to hold center. Yeah, at any given moment it changed. It was an incredible chase.
0: Big buffalo up there on the side of the mountain. They had the helicopter. That thing. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it was crazy. Uh, but at any given moment, because we had a, we had a tailwind, and the terrain split this wind up in six different directions. It was water flowing over stones. Baby. Yes, water over stones. It was class four water is what it but, was. Wow. What a bunch of fun! Uh, every student, outstanding individuals. We had a great, great time.
0: Love to mention all the names, but we had some, we had some really cool cats. I mean, I, I can't mention all of you. Rob, Rob stayed and hang out with us after hours. Uh, Rob yep. from uh, Rob, Rob was
1: fun, California. Oh, Phoenix. Phoenix from Phoenix. Phoenix, yeah. Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. yes. Uh, my most memorable
0: was uh, Pedro.
1: Pedro. We had a Peter. big
0: old Mexican Pedro. He was. Hilarious. I speak a little bit. Of course, I've been married to a Mexican woman. I've been married four times, so I had to pick a Mexican. A yeah, one time. yeah. And, and I can speak a little bit of uh, situational Spanish, not conversational Spanish. Just I can I can bark out commands, but
1: I can't. I can't. I can't. Dude, the best was if you ever see Fury, Brad Pitt, the tank, World War Two tanks, Sherman oh, yeah. tanks, great movie. If you've never seen Fury, Brad Pitt, awesome movie, highly recommend it. So. Mark and Peter, Pedro, are speaking Spanish over there. They're talking Mexican. And I'm like, hey, this is an American range. You're gonna speak American here. You wanna speak Spanish? Go to this Mexican range. Yeah. And, and and so, but it was funny, cause at the end of the class, Peter said a couple things to me in Spanish. Yeah, Mec- how much your book was. Yeah, he asked me and I he answered
0: signing books and he goes, <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, he went and he asked me how much is the book in Spanish and I answered him and he's like, oh, you understand it when it comes time to money, yeah. but you, yeah. you don't want to talk to me. And, and, and great time, man. It was so much fun. Um, and then uh, Dave cooking for us last day, Sunday. Yeah. Dude, Sunday was such a nice walkthrough. Yeah. And what we did is because we were moving towards the camping area. We 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 had to move positions from the jungle run to the canyon. And in between the jungle run and the canyon was the um where is
0: three hundred thousand dollar
1: Oh buses. my god. Yeah, they have beautiful, they have beautiful um Equipment. RVs and Equipment, stuff. Yeah. So they've cooked us up hamburgers, hot dogs, stuff like that. Buffalo we, burgers. Oh, man.
0: You know, what do people do? They come to the West, kill all the buffalo off. And then they serve buffalo burgers yes. for, for the rest of
1: eternity. Yeah, you know, Giants, we got more bison than you know what to do you with. Know, right? Yeah, it's bison burger everywhere here, but you ain't never seen a bison, dude. I got bison in the supermarket. Yeah, you know I can get it in the supermarket it's a here. Shame is what it is. But um, no, great time. In the class flowed so well.
0: I I have to um, uh, totally agree, but I think it's just we're getting more polished. It comes off a little easier every time, even with a month break between courses or whatever. Mm-hmm. It just comes off a little easier every time. It's a little bit easier to understand when you do it uh, as as I don't want to say as long as we have Frank, but we've been together for thirty years, but thirty plus years. But we're on a, I don't know. I didn't even bring the godfather. Fifty I'll fill it out when you I get said. back. We're yeah, up to 50, fifty something classes together. This it comes off really smooth and understandable. You know, we had a really novice guy, Russ. Sort of novice. I would call him the novice guy. Yeah. Him and Pedro were, were the novices. Pedro the for sure. Yeah, yeah. And Pedro came so far on his trigger presses so fast. He was a slapper, slapper, slapper during the initial eval. And and I didn't get to see a lot of uh stat Sergeant Taylor because these guys caught on really well. I never broke out the rubber hammer, rubber mallet, and started beating anybody. It was just a really yeah. cool, smooth class. But I gotta give you know that that the the range we were on Day two, with the, from 100 to 1,000, was so polished. It was there weren't, even, there weren't even any obstacles out there. It, it was, was manicured. No, it was about weaponized math. Yeah. It was about weapon. I mean, it was made for weaponized math because everything was in its place. They were all 100, 200, 300. And they were perfectly laid out,
1: and there were no obstructions. It was. It was. We beautiful. dropped jaws this weekend with weaponized math. We had yeah. a couple .dot gov types there that I've, some I've known for a while. Um, and uh, some guys came, we, we roll a lot of our dot gov kind of people into the normal class. And one of them was a, was someone I've had probably a 15 year minimum relationship with. And when he saw weaponized math and how well it worked there, it, he, his jaw hit the ground. And he said to me, he goes, dude, if you had this the year before Brian Litz came out with his A-B stuff, it would have changed everything. And he's been around, like I said, I've known him for 15 years. Electronics might not, might not be so prevalent. Right, right. If, if weaponized math came out 15 years ago, it would have been a game changer. The electronics sort of overshadow things because all of us have a damn phone in our hand. But let me tell you something. Weaponized math is the real fucking deal. It works 100% across the board And it makes life easier. Yep. It really does. We had had
0: no 308s.
1: No, we didn't. A Um, a lot of 6 mil.
0: 6s and 6.5s. Yep, 6s and No heavy 30s. We had no heavy 30s. No heavy recall. We had... Dude, four... (laughs) You ruined it for me. We had four
1: lefties. Where is that happening, man? Never. What's up? Oh, my God. And you know what? We went on on a lefty fucking tirade to fix this shit. I pinned legs. Lefties are never straight. And lefties cry more than anybody that their guns jump. Why? Because your body's... How many pictures do we have of crooked lefties?
0: I I, I straightened out Dave... Um, but Dave said, no, Dave came to me. He said, right. please help me fix If you're me. saying I'm wrong, please help me fix this. And that's what I mean. But for. you
1: know what I had to do? I had to pin his fucking legs down while Mark fixed the rest of his body. Yeah, well, You cannot fix certain lefties like with one person. I had to physically hold his legs down and to show him what his body needed to be like. And we did that. And I said We took pictures. "Dude, I said, get a camera, because we're gonna fix a fucking lefty right now." And they all have bends and bows. They all their guns all hop, and it, I don't know what it is and why it is. Why are lefties crooked? I don't
0: know. Why they gotta be four people in a class? Is all I'm. Asking. That's
1: what I'm saying, we Dude, start living in lefties. We used to burn them as fucking witches back Limit, in the Middle Limit Ages.
0: No, I love you guys, man.
1: And everybody gets Dude, my crazy, dad was a lefty. My brother's a lefty. I get it. I, I'm a lefty. I, I actually eat left-handed, and I can write left-handed if I want to because I grew up in a family of left-handed people. But we get the struggle, and we can fix it. That's the thing. Your gun's hopping because your body's got a kink in it. And you all do. As straight as you think you are, you're not.
0: Recognize yourself as a lefty and bring a left-hand gun. Yeah, Because we had that a lefty helps. with a right-hand gun, and it was a little bit difficult. It, it
1: was. Manage. It was. Um, but seriously, we, we got him straight. We got him. Part of it is, at least David, he, he, tend to, he tend to roll his ass over to the right, which I didn't quite get. And that's what puts that bow in their body. You know, and I kept having to tell him, is, bring your ass back to the fucking left. A lot of it's like the pole yeah and he
0: had a little bit he had at least a half an inch of, of length too much length to
1: pull, length he, to pull yeah. which let's talk now um that that diving that bag rear bags because the length of pull mattered with that and that right. was that led to a problem
0: at the Buffalo canyon it was it, it was 10, 10 degrees uphill but it was it was a challenging 10 degrees uphill. Yes they had a platform there for us, but the platform almost seemed to angle down. Well, it's probably sank over time, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But, but it would be easier if you angle yourself up. But people were maximizing their bipods and still couldn't get enough they, elevation. Uh, the guys were trying so, to stick shit
1: underneath. The, uh, uh, yeah. As a result, the firmness in the bag mattered. When you and, compromise your bag, it's going to show up.
0: Yes, especially shooting uphill.
1: Yeah, and and Mark was great because he was able to take the class over. Um, like guys were talking about Lefty Dave. Um, he had a manor stock, and the angle on the stock. Um, once the bipod was up for that twelve hundred and fifty yard shot, it wanted to dive. Yeah. And so it was almost getting like no bite in your shoulder. Right. Right. So Mark was able to bring the entire class over and show them. The dive in the bipod. Talk about what we saw on because we steel. got a mountain. At we got a mountain. Well,
0: at the steel, yes. what we saw was you're shooting high, dude. Come down point five, Bang. You're still – all right, you're at Yeah, no, he came down point five. Why right. is he still 3 tenths high? Because he's diving in the bag. Right.
1: Inconsistency.
0: People are scared to manipulate bag and bipod at the same time, and I've said this before, but I'm going to say it every class, it seems, because – what, what you have to do is, is raise both to, to suit the situation. You can't just raise one and expect uh, Result. Great, great
1: things to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so, you know, depending on the bag, rear bag, that the shooter was using with the high angle on their bipod, as Mark's saying, the lighter bags, the air-filled bags, the bigger bags they couldn't control were dipping. And they're shooting high. And in some cases, Mark is just like, firm your firm grip. Firm your grip. And then what happened? Hit. Yeah. Firm your grip on the bag. Hit. And, and I'm, you know, hey, man, you're 0.5 high. Firm your grip on Boom. That. Well, it, 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 and then they go 0.3. No. Firm your grip on the bag. And without a change, they would hit. That's telling you a clue. That's a message. And people aren't listening. And it's like, dude, we're giving neon signs. Now, granted, Mark and I tend to look at things a little, uh, we're, you know, under a microscope, I guess is the best way scrutiny. to put yeah, it. Yeah, we have heavy, scrutiny. Heavy scrutiny. And we're, we're, we're like, to, to him and I, it's obvious. And it's like, dude, from your back. And then they hit. Meanwhile, it's dipping, dipping. What? Think about your tripods and stuff. Think about the weight systems that people are using.
0: And they Think, said, what can I do? And you said, go to tripod. Right. There's a lot of tripods laying around
1: here. Everybody and, brought and their tripod. And Dan did. Dan, yep. Dan had a shorter tripod. Dan was a rock star. Yep. Um, Dan and Jason came in, and they had taken a mile high class with me, me and Mike. And um, then they came to this class as well. And, you know, sometimes I feel, I feel strange personally. I'm, I, it's a thing in my, and I, and I feel I, I, like, wow, you came twice. And what am I going to do to make the second one better? And I don't have to. I want to. They want me to make the second class they take the same as the first. Because it's drinking out of a fire hose. And sometimes you get a good gulp. Sometimes you get a lot in your fucking face that falls on the floor. And so the second and third classes reinforce what you might have missed in the first. And that's how they explained it to me. And I get it. And I appreciate it. And I love the fact we get repeat students. Because they all tell us they see an improvement. But me, I feel like this personal need to give them something more. But I don't have
0: to. They do. You didn't need to give those two guys anything Dude, those more. guys
1: are rock stars. Yeah, they shut the and lights out. Dan got on the gun, and he's like, my bipod's too short. He had Thunder Beast, I think, um, or Cal, one or the other. And he goes, my bipod's too short for me. And he's got to really write stuff. And I'm like, dude, tripod it. Get a sitting position. You got it here. We already used it in the last stage we just shot. Tripod it. And he goes, I'm going to tripod it just from the prone. Give me that extra height. Context. Context matters. That's what we're trying to tell you. Context matters. Every shot is not the same, you know, in, in, especially in terrain, especially out west. So that's what he did. He switched and boom, he was on it. Dan yeah. hit a lot yeah. really well. Yeah. So
0: really cool week, man. It's been a full week, too. I got here last Tuesday night and I'm leaving tomorrow.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um. um but wow, I, uh, th- these guys uh, took to the instruction like a fish to water. Is all I can say. Uh, you know, we got no rain.
0: We all we had was wind and sun. Yeah,
1: you know, wind. We is- had
0: full covered line on the on the main line, and on the hundred yard line. Uh, so we were covered for a day, day and a half. Uh, nobody got burned out. <laughs> for me,
1: I appreciate that. Uh, I I didn't catch his name, and you might listen. I, there's a bunch of people who listen to the podcast, and one hey, guy. Hey.
0: Aren't you the guy on Sniper Side?
1: Yeah, it's a couple. No, of hey, one. Hey, love you, dude.
0: Love you, dude. Love hearing it too, because I made this motherfucker. <laughs> <'Cause> if <laughs> I didn't did. keep him out
1: of jail, there would be no Sniper Side. Yeah, true. True story, right there. But no, <laughs> like there, there was the um, the thousand yard range, and then there was sort of a block section, and then there was like an open six hundred section. And in that block section, those were the guys that wanted to shoot the 1,000-yard but not interfere with our class. Our class was going on during a open public range. And so here I'm shouting instructions to people. And this, there's a little window there for, like, where the um, switches are for the safe. Um, to call the range cold, they have a light system and a, yeah, a bell. A oh, bell. Yeah. And so... Those guys would kind of stick their head through and say, Hey, we want to go cold. Can we go downrange? And so this guy, and I'm sorry again, I didn't get your name. Um, this guy sticks his head through and he goes, Hey, I recognize that voice. You're blah 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 blah. And then I ended up setting up his kestrel. I don't know if you saw me do yeah. it. I jumped in and I set the guy's kestrel up. He's like, Hey, I just got a kestrel, how do we do it? And I'm like, boom, 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 boom. You'll be back next year. Yeah. And then I had one guy, so there was, um, on, on Saturday, did I set the cash? No, I set the cash roll up on Saturday On Friday, on Friday, when we were there, we moved over to the 600 and I start shouting wind stuff and I'm yelling, you know, you got this mile an hour gun, do this. We got a 14 mile an hour wind, do that. We got blah, 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 blah. So there was a father and son who had been using that range, who kind of popped in and out, in and out, and they were finishing up, and we moved in. And so they were kind of hovering around to see what we were doing because we were organized. And this guy comes up, and, and I'm I'm barking orders and yelling numbers, and I'm, I'm giving mile-per-hour guns and blah, 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 wind, because we had 14-mile-an-hour wind. And I'm like, oh, do this, do that. We're in our third bracket for you, second bracket for you, blah, 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 blah. And, and I'm, just, I'm just spouting numbers. And this guy walks up, and he's like, well, who are you guys? And what are you doing?
0: The Joe P.P. Yeah,
1: the Joe P. You P. guys look organized over here. What's going on? Right. We almost need to bring a banner or something. We really do. And, and so I said, well, you know, we're doing this. And he's like, well, who are you? He didn't know who I was. And so I said, well, you know, we're doing a class and that. And I, I, I'm honestly being... Because I'm working. You're a little modest. I'm being, I'm being modest. And so finally, at one point, I said to the, the guy was hovering around behind us. And I'm spotting and calling. He's watching what we're doing. And he's talking to his son behind me. And, and he's paying attention. And so finally, I right, right across from the line where we were, I had my car. And, and I said, hey, dude, see the great car right there? Go in the back door. And he opens up the back door. I said, behind his the seat, there's a book. Grab the book out of there, and he had the book in his hand. He says, "Like this," and I'm like, "Yeah, shut the car door now." <laughs> I'm like, "Come over, the book's yours. Go home." I, I gave him one of my books. Take it home, and, and, and that's you know, that's how you get new students. That's how you do this job, and and and, and building community, right? And 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 cause you're starting to collect people, Frank. I'm a little bit you're collecting little boys, is what you're calling. <laughs> no. It,
0: it's a collecting people type thing. Frank always gives me shit. Frank's too busy to collect people, but I deal with all the names, and the phone calls, and the emails, and and Frank shows up and then gets to know him for three days. But I've been dealing with you guys for almost a year now. Um, but I collect people, and I'm trying to get in Frank into the people collecting thing. But it's it's a time
1: management it's a thing, t- dude. I'm not you know, I'm not that guy. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and,
0: when when Frank when the guy walks up and goes, whoa, well, give me your contact information. Frank gives it to him. I go, why didn't you just tell him mine, Frank? Because you ain't got time to talk. Yeah, to I'm him. not gonna answer and you. I, I got a little bit of time to talk to him because I deal with 200 students a year, three emails at least, so that's 600. And then you know, it just yeah. all it all well, works it, out. And man.
1: people people say to me, how do I get a hold of you? And I'm like, I'm talk easy to talent. find. Talk well, to yeah, talent. but that's the answer. But I'll say to I'll just say to somebody, they're like, oh, dude, I'm easy to find. Just go on Snipers Hide PM Lowlight. You know, but it's it's. I'm, I'm a bullet point answer. You know what I mean? I answer people in bullet points because I'm, I, like Mark says, I'm doing things quickly. But Mark will have the conversation with you and walk you through the steps where I'm just giving you bullet points. And sometimes people want more than a bullet point. So I get it. It's just, it's, it's where my mind is and it's just where I am in the world today. And, and, and you just got to recognize that. And there's aliens in the world and there's today. There's aliens in the world today. Dude, they're going to tell you, I'm going to tell you right now. Because there's people out here in the podcast listening who are younger than me. It's going to be two things, man. One, they live underwater. We know that. We know the aliens are living underwater. Because they're seen when they're flying right. around. But they don't want to be seen. But two, during Antarctica. I'm slurring. I get it. But because um, he's
0: big old. You get, he's, we got ice the size of
1: bold, I got a, like, balls. Death Star ice. I got a yeah, Death Star. Great
0: big ice. It's working out really good for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. was because... I moved. I got my first floor all done. I got, actually, my bar stools are coming this weekend and um, some things that were delayed. But my first floor is done. So Frank, Antarctica. Antarctica. Uh, yeah. The aliens are in Antarctica. And um, they're going to tell you that. Okay? Those Tic Tacs, the shit the Navy's talking about, one is underwater, two is in Antarctica. Quote me.
0: Hey, Where where were we at right now? We're we're almost done. We're done. Um, Just
1: shout out to Becky. (laughs) I'm sorry, (laughs) Becky. (laughs) No. Wait, wait. What about Rob? What? Tell Rob's story. Wait a minute. Which one? The Marine story. The fucking karaoke night.
0: Oh, old guy. Old guy. Oh, we walked into the Ramada on our way home from the other bar, and we walked into the Ramada, and they were having karaoke night. And there's this 90 year old Marine. How do I know he's a Marine? He's got a Marine hoodie on. He's got a Marine hat on. He's obviously a 50s or, or, or 40s yeah. Marine, you know. He gets up and sings some song. Uh, Earth
1: Angel. He sang Earth, Earth Angel, Angel from the... I mean, how Earth old Angel. is that? Earth Angel. That. Anyway, it wasn't we, good.
0: Give, we give him a standing
1: ovation. And... and um, as, I, as he walks and he, past he, me, he, I came... He I comes gave, over and Dude, I, I say, Dude, I do a Frank. Five, what, but, you know, what did Frank say? Hey, man, that wasn't him. I'm being a wise and ass. As
0: soon as you said that,
1: yes. This this woman thing this biker chick
0: thing well oh well old man looked like what was his name? What's this guy's
1: name? I have, I have no fucking clue. He was
0: he was uh He's big, Jack's dad in in uh, SoA Sons of Anarchy. Yes, he looked exactly like he was. He was an extra out
1: of Sons this of Anarchy, guy, and he's got
0: a pool cue in his hand. And I said, "We're about to get hit with a pool cue because this girl comes over Dude, from his secure, table." Dude, they had
1: security. in she the goes, Ramada. Did you say Marine?
0: Oh, my Sons a Marine! Bah, 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 bah. He's on the whatever, whatever.
1: The uh, boxer. Something like that. Yeah, he was on—he was on the boat Man, that drowned I say, Bin I say, Laden. We gotta get out of he, here. He now. was on the ship that dumped yeah. Bin Laden or another, something. Another another
0: thing of Frank getting a fight and everybody's got to break it up. We we gotta get out of here now.
1: Yeah. yeah. So anyway, Rob though, because
0: Rob, oh, he, here's the comeback of a lifetime. Yeah. He's in—he's in the Navy for four years. We love him. He's a student, and he's gonna be around again. We—it's like we know. Rob was—we
1: we had fun with Rob. Yeah, we love Rob
0: he's like, yeah, you know, I did four years in the Navy, but I never got on ship. <laughs> what? Dude. And, and, and then Frank starts naming off ships that he's been on. I said, dude, the, we're better at Navy than you Austin, are. The Austin,
1: the Trenton, the Nashville, the Guadalcanal. I mean, it's just like, he's a name. Yeah, we're better at Navy than you are. <laughs> yes. Yep. I, oh, dude, man. I'm in the Gator Navy. Yeah. And,
0: and the bartender wound up being Army. Yep. And, and he loved that shit.
1: Dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we go in this bar, and this girl... And and Rob goes, I'm not like them. I'm just here, and this girl's hugging on him and won't leave him alone. We got and pictures. oh yeah, we got pictures, man. It was hysterical. And in fact, his face—like you know how the iPhones have the AI now and clean your pictures up—like everything is rock solid in this picture. It looks gorgeous, except Rob's face, because he's pulling it away from this woman who won't leave alone. He couldn't pull away <laughs> He was enough. smeared.
0: And then there's Lurch standing behind him with a pool cue. Yeah,
1: head. Lurch with a pool cue. Because yeah. and then when she sang Bob Seger, she touched herself seductively. Oh my god! It was crazy karaoke night in the Ramada. Oh All my right, god. let's get out of here, man. All right, man. Shout yes. out
0: to Becky. Sorry, Becky. I talked about you like that, but you you actually ran a 17 st- student table, students and instructors, 17 people table, like you were 30 years old. Yeah, I mean she was. She's been doing this a long time. And but she they, the, dude, the, the
1: the guys in the back cooking. Need their food was horrible. Oh, the food was terrible. Yeah. I mean, honestly, when the best meal you had was at Wingers, ugh. E yeah. blah. That's all I gotta say. All right, we're out of here, guys. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for sticking with me while I kind of go through what yeah, I'm going. Yeah, sorry through. if
0: we don't exceed your expectations. <laughs> yeah,
1: dude, I'm coming. I'm. I'm. I'm on the downhill, man. I'm coming on the slate. The, the house is set up now. I got I, I got the computers hooked up. Uh, I got my internet back. I, I got TV coming tomorrow. We're, we're coming into summer, yeah, and we've been busy already. And we're busy already. I mean, dude, I've been traveling every three days, and and I got 15 days off, and I feel like it's a fucking like a vacation. The, yeah, well, it's like a diamond gift from God. You know, he it, it's raining right now in Denver. Uh, he's raining diamonds on Frank because I have 15 days off.
0: Hey, if you guys have a a unique opportunity that we can come and and present a course to you, that's what we want to do. We're pretty busy. We have to say no. We said no in Virginia this year because we're so busy in Pennsylvania and this and that. But we're looking to expand. I'm sort of going to move out of Alaska here sometime soon and get myself stationed down here so that I can be more available to 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 road trip and do courses, um still gonna do the Alaska course. That's where it was all born, pretty much you and I was, yeah, was and I'm gonna re-jig-
1: a rejigger, rejigger Fort Morgan. Morgan. So Colorado with mile high, we're, we're 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 readjusting how we do the classes here. That's why there's no classes listed right now, but the June class. And the June class is really for the people who were on the list from last year. And why you're not seeing classes here in Colorado, because we're going to be reworking the range a little bit. We're going to be reworking the schedule. I'm going to be reworking it to bring Mark into the fold a little bit more permanently down here in the lower 48. So for 2022, we're actually in a really good space right now.
0: Start planning
1: it now. Yeah, let's start planning it now because, I mean, this is going to blow up big and it's already been big. But I'm in a different place right now. Um, I'm getting ready to readjust. Mark's looking to readjust. There's a couple resets happening, yep. and that's important. So um, for you guys who've been inquiring, keep inquiring. Give them the email so they don't contact me.
0: What? Your email. I get enough emails already. Nah,
1: man. Give them that good in the email. The sniper- training at gmail.com. Snip- that's how you reach me. training. At gmail.com. That's it, man. Snipers hide training at gmail.com. We got a lot of stuff that's gonna be happening. I'm gonna change this format up a little bit. You're still seeing this old style, but there's gonna be a new style. I gotta talk to Gunsight class still. The gunsight stuff was excellent. XLR with AI, really, really enjoyed it. I got a lot to talk about. I got notes here. I got video, I got images, I got a lot of stuff. Um I just haven't had time. No. I, I Honestly, Mark, you came in Tuesday. It was like 2 o'clock on Tuesday. I basically plugged in the last cable. He to, made me get a fucking Uber, and the Uber had no idea where he could, was on this Because my, my house
0: doesn't exist. His house the, doesn't exist yet. It's a newer complex in the middle of the... Buffalo Prairies, I got Buffalo Burgers, but no Buffalo. I ain't seen a Buffalo yet. But 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 Uber. We saw kept, Buffalo. We
1: saw Buffalo out nah, uh, nah, there,
0: over there, over there. Yeah. But basically, Uber lady who talks to Uber driver was like, "Turn right, turn turn about, turn right, turn
1: left." She couldn't find his house because his house wasn't in Uber yet. Man, it was a tragedy. Uh, it, dude, I can't get a Jimmy John's. I like. I'm, I'm gonna give you an uh, insider ball. I like Jimmy John's for lunch. I'm a big tuna fan of Jimmy John's. And I got a Jimmy John's two miles away from me. They can't deliver me a sandwich because my house... You're not on the map. I'm not on their map. I got to go there to get a sandwich. I can't get one delivered. Because if you plug my address into the fucking computer, it's an empty field.
0: You're like an alien.
1: Yeah, I'm an alien, man. I'm totally... But um, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for sticking by. We got more for you.
0: Becky, love you, baby.